I've come in well, all the matters. places. I've come in a condom. I've come in someone's mouth. I've come, yeah, I've come in okay, all the so, places. Okay, fine. Let's and so, break this down. And, and so I've had comments on it in, in all of the places as well. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. If, yes, in I a have. condom? In a yeah. condom. You've had yeah. a... Shut I've, up. I have had, like, longer-term part. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is mostly in good faith, but often controversial. Let's see what we can step in today. I have collated a fun list of topics to cover, including post-orgasm pheromones, aftercare, how to give men fewer blowjobs, and more. I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. And after bailing last week because I was sick, I am still sick this week. And it's 92 degrees in my apartment right now. This sucks. That's terrible. Uh, yeah. You have like kind of a something, the kind of illness you would normally have in the winter, I take it. Yeah. So having it be hot is just makes it even more miserable, I, I bet. Right. Yeah. I live in San Francisco and most San Francisco apartments do not have air conditioning, mine included. So yeah, it's one of the like 10 days a year when where that's intolerable. That's right. There. I mean, if you, yeah, you can always go out to the beach, but you're probably too tired to even want to venture out that far. Yeah. Cool down. I thought about it. Even at the beach, it's like 87 or 88 right now. It, wow. There's just yeah. no wind. Yeah. Huh. I mean, yeah. yeah, you could always get close to the water. Be, yeah. The, I mean, the water is going to be cold. In the yeah. Area. The water will be 55 or whatever it always is. Yeah. So you at least have a, a cool <laughs> off there. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, we, uh, we did actually, we experienced a moderate decrease in viewer and listeners by not producing an episode. I was sort of curious about that because we've been very reliable for like over a year. Um, well, that's and, because, yeah. yeah, I think this was the first week we hadn't recorded an episode in over a year, including all holidays, which makes us one of the most reliable podcasts on the internet. That's true. Yes. I should point out. Uh, but, okay, what do you mean? We haven't talked about this off air. What do you mean by our listeners went down? It's just, oh, we just, just have... Go ahead. Yeah, it went down, but we have still had a substantial number of people listening to the last episode during the last week. Um, yeah, I would imagine... There are people discovering the, 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 the show and, and finding the most recent episode to listen to. Yeah, my it's a good sign. expectation would be that there's some amount of daily listeners. And then whenever we release a new episode, all the subscribers listen to that. So not having a new episode lops off those people. That's right. Um, That's right. So, yeah. Well, um, hopefully they didn't unsubscribe. I guess we'll, we'll see next week or we'll see after. I don't think people care episode. that much. It's mostly the algorithms, the algorithms that punish you if you don't, well, might maybe punish you if you don't yeah, who keep knows? up with we have your release schedule. <laughs> Reading the tea leaves on that one. That's right. Um, okay. I have a couple topics for Patter. Do you have anything you want to talk about? I have something in the back of my head, but I can't remember right now. So go ahead. All right. We'll see if that comes up. While something we're talking from TikTok, I'm stuff. sure. <laughs> um, so a listener asked me uh, with a first timer, and I think by this they mean a first date. Uh, do you have a sense for how often you explicitly ask to kiss someone versus sort of going for it? Or do we just always ask now? And we've hmm. tackled this on the show a few times, but I don't think you and I have expressed what our opinion for the proper way to deal with this is. Well, you say that you, I mean, first of all, we had, uh, there was at least one kind of, I think it was a TikTok that I saw where the, where the woman said, there's this thing of having, a, getting an ick getting the ick or whatever. This is like, a, yeah. I think it's an expression in Gen Z or something. <laughs> yeah. Gen alpha. Uh -huh. And just meaning that a girl decides that she's no longer interested in the guy. Um, and all kinds of things do this, which makes sense because females are supposed to be selective in any event, uh, asking 
if you can kiss her, this woman said was an ick for her. Right. Um, so yeah, she thought that it was, presumably she thought, I don't remember if she said so or not, but I'm guessing she thought it was too beta to. I think so. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, it's not romantic. And I think that, I think I share that ick and, and I actually have a, do you want to say what you, what you, what you're feeling on it first? Go ahead. Well, I don't know. I think you have to worry about the situation a bit. Okay. Okay. So I, I, um, I actually have something that, so the thing that was in the back of my head is now in the forefront of my head and it's exactly on this topic. So oh, okay. we Let's had go. dinner, we had dinner with a, um, uh, family that we're friends with and they have a daughter. I want to be really careful about this, but we'll say she, the daughter's in the teenage range. Uh, okay. I don't want to say anything more because I, <laughs> it's a child. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so she's old enough now she's in high school. So she has a boy that she's dating. Right? Oh, okay. And, um, it's very tricky to talk with her and or her parents about this. They're very open, which is I think probably a good thing, much more open than I would have been as a kid. Like, yeah. Uh, of course I was a, a boy, but still I would never have told my parents kind of what specifically is going on. Uh, and so you feel like you could have a conversation about it, but it's of course tricky because I don't want to appear to have a prurient interest in, right, right, I can't right. say things like, Oh, I, Hey, by the way, I have a co-host of a sex and relationship podcast. <laughs> I, I want to use this. I can't right, say things right, like right. Yeah, you can't minor for material. So the, yeah. So the complaint she has, I don't think, I don't think anything physical has happened, but the complaint she has is that he keeps turning their texting conversations to like, he's trying to turn them into sort of more sexual conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And he, I've never seen one of them. She just describes it and she finds it kind of confusing and off-putting. It bothers her. She says things like he's objectifying me. And, uh, and the thing she says about, about it, or she, she feels objectified. The thing she says about it suggests that he's just trying to get her to express an interest in this sort of stuff. And what it made me think is like, this could be an outgrowth of consent culture that he feels Uh, uncomfortable just going on a walk with her and then kind of holding her hand or like embracing or whatever, like these sort of normal things. Arm around her at the movie theater. Right. So instead what he's trying to do is he's trying to like get her to consent, (laughs) but, but, but because it's in text. Right. But because it's overlaid with the sort of male hormones and sex drive, she is, he's, he's being insistent about it. And so it's actually no better. Okay. I guess it's better because it's happening over text and he's just sort of saying these things, but it struck me as not that great. Right. So now she's just contending with this guy being like, Hey, say something sexy to me or like, you know, I I don't exactly know what, but basically like trying to. Yeah. He's probably not the smoothest. uh, No. Yeah. But it just struck me that that could be a result. I don't know if you've encountered this in in, in dating life, but it's, it feels like something that could be a result of him being having drilled into him that you have to talk about everything first. So he's got this yeah. weird behavior that that like I to me is very strange. Yeah, he's doing pushing. it in a sloppy and awkward manner because that's all he knows. Well, how would you think if if you were trying to do that over text? I mean, sending a dick pic is the worst possible. What's the best? Like, what's if you want to turn the conversation? to sex. Actually, you probably have some really good takes on this. So yeah, what, 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 what kinds of things should he be doing? Hmm. Right. You're talking I mean, about your classes or something, something very bland, like, oh, and you know, having, she's obviously engaged. She likes talking to you. She considers you her maybe boyfriends, yeah, like that. Okay. whatever. Yeah. Okay. So how do you now get her in a way that's not sort of a wet blanket to like I mean, talk about how sexually aroused she is or something. I think there's quarter steps toward it. And then you see how she responds and read from there. So you could say like, okay. Oh, I thought 
you know, your outfit today was really cute or. Okay. He does that. So I, 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 yes, he does that. He talks about her clothes a lot and she doesn't like it. I mean, she might just not be that into him, Mike. She, she, well, that I, I don't want to get into the details there. She might be, she might not be. I think she, she thinks she is. Uh, how about, uh, I think yeah. she, he's, he has repeatedly tried, and you're going to say this is too far, but he's repeatedly tried to get her to wear more girlish outfits, call it more provocative outfits via huh. text. That's I mean, too much, right? Yeah. Telling women what to wear is generally pretty risky. You can you can have a relationship dynamic where that is in play, but I think it is unusual and sort of an advanced technique and needs to have been almost explicitly asked for before you start venturing out there. You have to probably already be intimate. Right. Because yeah. it's, you're not you're not talking about sort of a uh yeah, an intimate play you're doing where it's like, oh, wear this for me. Right. Because yeah, the downside is you say, yeah, you're implying that whatever they're wearing, you don't like when you make a comment. Like yeah, but she's she's smart enough that she susses out that he just wants, you know, her to show more skin. Right. Do you have a feel for whether she is physically interested in him? I mean, I think she's very young, and you know, the whole thing makes her sort of nervous and doubly so right. because my impression generally is that she reveals all this to her parents. So imagine having these sorts of conversations. <laughs> And then your parents are in the room. Right. So, so, but but I, I will say this. I think that her feeling uncomfortable by him pushing it in that direction is genuine. I think that he's, quote unquote, moving too fast or something. And she doesn't like that. Yeah. She should she's probably, probably just be not coached. ready. She should probably be coached just to tell him that. And she, I think she has. But, but you understand, like, in a consent culture that's dominated by texting... Uh, this is what a guy's going to do. I mean, it, it, it was sort of revelatory to me. Like instead, in, instead of him, you know, the like the scene from Greece where John Travolta tries to kiss, um, what's her name, Olivia Newton-John, the three name girl. Yeah, she died, right? Yeah, yes, she did. But he tries to kiss her in the drive-in theater, and she gets upset. Blah 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 blah. Instead of that, that's like a classic '50s kind of thing. He said, you know, reaches his arm over. Instead of that, now it's the guy saying via text trying to strong arm her into wearing a cheerleader outfit effectively. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same output. Like it's so the point being like I'm not sure the consent culture really does much for you. It just moves the ball of like discomfort for the woman. It's still going to be the guy trying to get her to do things that she may not be ready for or comfortable with. He's trying to have sex with her. Right. That's that's his goal. Yeah. I mean it, <laughs> There's so many complicated things. I talked about this, I don't know, 50 episodes ago. Like I was seeing somebody and I asked her if I could kiss her. Yeah. And she said, no. And <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. Um, I, I didn't say that. I, was, I respected it and was polite. But then it creates this situation where it's not clear what the next move is. Am I supposed to ask now every time a date ends or do I need to like wait for her to like lower the gate and give me some sign that the gate's been lowered? Like what's the next step? Yeah, I think that I think the normal guy take on that would be she's not that into you. And so it would be to basically to give up. Yeah. Like to to plant your seed elsewhere, sort of backburner her. Yeah. So it's tricky for a woman then because if she wants to show interest but doesn't want to have sex with you immediately. Like she has to like play some game. that's kind of complicated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't really have a theory of mind for that person. I did eventually achieve sex with them and them with her. 
Oh. <laughs> I know you don't like it when people <laughs> use pronouns that way. I just I just didn't know if it was a non-binary person or a queer no. or et cetera. Yeah. No, I've still not or, had sex or with a man. Him. Yeah. Not that you know of. True, although I think it would feel different. No, no, you mean a person who's had like surgery, but but you could you could have had sex with a person who identified as non-binary, oh, sure, or asexual, course. queer, of course, etc. Yes, um, centaur, uh-huh. quail, um, pigeon. Okay, I had one other thing I wanted to discuss. Um, okay. Oh, on the ki- on like whether to uh, ask or not, I generally do, but I think. It's almost always the case with people that I wait to kiss longer than the average man does. And so the answer is almost always yes. That last story I told notwithstanding. Right. So the consent thing is not creepy. It's, it is sort of romantic because it's obvious what the answer is. So it's, it's almost just, making uh, light of the situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the, probably in that situation, the TikToker I saw would not view it as a negative. She views it as a negative when the guy actually is being beta. Yeah. I mean, I think you could say something like, well, I've been wondering about what the right way to do this. But let's say you're on a first date and you're getting a good vibe. I had a date like this uh, earlier this week, actually. And Paul, you were sick? Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. So I got back from my trip. I got back from my trip on Friday. And then I was starting to feel better Saturday, a bit better Sunday. And then this date was on Monday. And then I started feeling worse again Tuesday and then much worse yesterday and even worse still today. Well, maybe you got this new malady from the, you realize that uh, STIs aren't the only actually sexually transmitted <laughs> diseases. You can just get the flu sexually, right? I mean, just just close contact with a person can give you all kinds of things. Uh, thank you for that tip. Uh, we did not have sex, so that is okay. uh, an academic point, but, but thank you for that. Uh, You're welcome. So- I have this problem, which is I like to go to bed very early, and yeah. most of the time I don't like to drink too much. And I occasionally will drink more than I should, but most of the time I, I prefer to have one or two or zero drinks. And this is a problem with dating. Um, most people yeah. prefer to have several drinks, especially if they're planning to hook up. Um, because you know, they're nervous or, you know, it just sort of greases the skids, I guess. <laughs> but as a guy, isn't the ideal thing that the guy has fewer drinks in the woman? Well, maybe not because that's consent problems then arise. I was going to say the woman could have more. The guy is going to have problems performing potentially. Yeah. I mean, I mean uh, with one or two, it's not really an issue, but yeah, like when it starts getting to three or four, it, it certainly is, has a non-zero effect, but I don't like the way it makes me feel the, ne- the next day. Like I run you know, over 2000 miles a year. I don't want to, it's makes it harder to run when I'm even a little bit hungover. Sure. And so how could I, I feel like if I communicate that to most people, they're going to be less interested. It's like, I occasionally will match with somebody on an app and they'll say, oh, I don't like to drink. Do you want to meet for coffee? And it's like, eh, 
Couldn't you just, so for me, on, the let, truth, let me finish my point here. Yeah, okay. I, I could meet for coffee, but it just yeah. completely changes the tone of the date, right? Agreed. It's, it's Agreed. way less fun. It's more of an interview. You know, there's very, very, very little chance of a hookup coming at the end. And I almost never want to hook up at the end of dates anyway, but it's nice to have the option out there. And with a coffee okay. date, that's just not, yeah, it's just a different uh, vibe. And you find it difficult to have an excuse for why you don't want to drink more. I think I could say, uh, you know, oh, I'm training for something. I'm, I'm not drinking much these days. Would you mind mm -hmm. if we uh, go get ice cream instead? Like I, I could do that. But What's the matter with going to a an establishment that serves alcohol and just you don't drink as much as the other Most people does? don't feel comfortable with that. They'll say they feel comfortable with it and then they'll have one or none. I see. So you're if you don't match them, they will it puts them into some weird sort of cul-de-sac yeah. behavior. That's not Correct. what you want. Yeah, there's like a okay. um paradox there. So isn't this um the situation where and okay, I realize that it's usually going to be Bill Cosby that would accomplish this, but uh <laughs> can't you have like a few bars or places you go to where you know the bartender and like they know to like serve you weaker <laughs> than your your date? Which in this case actually would not be nefarious it would, it would not <laughs> i'm be. trying to unroofy myself uh, well well no i mean the normally it would be that you're roofing your date right so if you were doing this the way people would interpret this and i can understand why is you're trying to get her really drunk while you're not really drunk and then you'll go have sex with her but in this case that's not exactly what you're doing right you're you have no intention of that behavior and so it's much yeah the optics less. are great though a bartender might refuse to do it because of that. <laughs> i would I yeah. would definitely refuse okay. to do that. And I would also okay. raise an eyebrow. But I mean, if it was someone I knew, maybe. But okay. yeah, I mean, that is, I think that is sort of the kind of outside the box thinking that you get to here because, yeah, like some people would say, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Just go do whatever. And it's like, no, it doesn't. It just changes the cone of outcomes when you don't go to a bar. What? Um, let me ask you this. What? I actually, because this is, I don't actually know how this operates. Uh, that well. Okay. So you go and you order drinks. What is the expectation when you first meet? What kind of drink are you supposed to order typically? Is it a cocktail, a beer? Depends what on what the do you place. order? And usually okay. when I ask uh, a lady out, I'll ask what their speed is. Do they want to do a dive bar or a cocktail bar or a wine bar? And okay. Then I'll make some suggestions and they'll pick something. So you just order, if it's a wine bar, you order wine. Like it's sort of I usually match their energy. So if they order wine, I'll get a glass of wine. Okay. That's interesting. So Not you don't have the ability. It. Yeah. You don't have the ability to sort of calibrate that way with the knowing your beer selection really well. So you can lower your ABV or something. Yeah. I could do stuff like that too. But, but it's complicated if you have with wine, it would be nearly impossible. Right. You could, um, you could wait till the, your date has to go to the bathroom and like put an ice cube in your wine or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, specifically, specifically why I brought this up is, uh, yeah, I had this date earlier this week and I think we had some good chemistry and I enjoyed the date. She was, um, very attractive. I would have liked to have brought her back to my apartment to make out and okay. maybe more, but, uh, it was just late and I didn't want to go to bed late. And like when you invite someone over, you don't know how long it's going to be like, and, and then, you know, are they going to try and sleep over? 
Uh, Isn't that you being kind of beta? Can't you bring her over and then just allocate her 20 minutes or 45 minutes and then tell her to leave? <laughs> Get out a 30-minute uh, hourglass and just tell her you, you're busy. I mean, but, but actually, I'm not totally kidding here. Like, isn't that the most alpha thing to do to basically say, look, like I've got a, I've got something important tomorrow. Like, wouldn't the woman respect that in most cases? Maybe that's a good play. Like uh, she's not, it's not like hey, you're listen, trying to have I'm, sex I'm, with her as much as possible. Yeah. Hey, like listen, having really a drink with yeah. getting to know you. Do you want to come back to my place? Um, if, uh, if so, just, just so you know, I have something important tomorrow morning. So, so you have like a hard, I have a hard stop at 11. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, but I, I'd like to hang out with you more, which actually, yeah, you're not, you're actually sort of explicitly not trying to have sex with her then. So I think in most cases she would be like, huh, right. okay. I think you would get more right. yeses. Yeah, I think um, you're right. And kind of who cares if she wants to, that, yeah, I mean, you're trying to accommodate her, which is something I have difficulty understanding <laughs> because I don't, I don't care. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Which is ironic. Actually, it's ironic because then what happens is you get irritated. Right. I think if, a if, lot. If, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, if in accommodating her, something happens that doesn't work out for you, then you then become irritated. That's right. right. Which but is I also think, kind of beta because it's like sort of your fault. Yes, you know, you, I agree. Yeah, I agree on both. Yeah, I think a lot of women don't know exactly what they want, and so sure, making things explicit makes it more likely they'll say no. Like I think this is why people do the sort of like inching forward of stuff. Um, sure boiling the frog. When people tell right. me they have a hard stop, it always feels pretty, I'm always like, huh, you're, they feel more serious. Yeah. And I've wondered, I've had friends before that do that, where I wonder if they're just making it up because they do it so consistently and it correlates. I'll say this, the people I've known that did that, uh -huh. like actually uncanny correlation with people who've gone to business school. So I wonder, maybe this is a thing that's taught in MBA. Yeah, programs. maybe. Like that hard stop, they like, they have a special summer class or something like here's the trick guys <laughs> hard, hard hard stops 305 and, they, and they, calling yeah. it a hard stop is like a very common thing too yeah yeah so i don't know yeah okay all right so you can you can abuse it to the point that it loses some of its effectiveness right yeah um, but i think that's like general yeah. framework mike which is uh yeah just make my time make that make it known that my time is valuable and right put a put a put a bookend on things. And but you're also saying, but I want to hang out with you until this time. But right. I can't get wasted because I have this thing I got to do. But like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I like you. I, I actually think that would be like, that would be really appealing to a woman. In my it's case, like, yeah. I'm not lying. Like I do normally have a run early the next morning that is very important to me and that I want to perform well at. And so. Yeah. She'd be more impressed if you were going to like a, a business meeting in Hong Kong or, or whatever. Probably, but well, I'm just saying. You know, you no. can always say, say that and just, you could actually, uh, uh, AB test it and see if that changes. I don't need to lie. Okay. Plenty impressive. All right. I have one other question for you. Oh boy. Really quick. Yes. yes. Uh, unrelated to that. Uh -huh. Um, what is the worst part about finding out that your girlfriend or significant other likes to lick ass? What's the worst part? Uh, is this like a, a riddle? Or a, or a no, joke? Not at all. Or you're, you're curious of my opinion? I was, I'm was i curious of your opinion because I was going over this with a friend the other day who uh, I learned that about somebody you dated and I was like, oh. And then I was trying to think like, what's the... I, I kept coming up with worse things. <laughs> I was like, well, this is bad about it. And then that's bad. And then I, it was like going crazy. And so yeah. I was like, what... Well, you, I mean, what? okay. So a few bad things are, one, I don't want someone to lick my asshole. And okay. so 
I know I'm not going to be able to like fulfill that desire. Uh, right. Two is I know that they've licked a bunch of other men's assholes. That is which that is one I came up with. Yeah. Really not great. Where, would would you is there rather, another? Is there another you, thing in this? Would you rather she have licked exclusively female assholes or exclusively male assholes in the past? Or do you care? I think exclusively female. But this is coming in the context of you claiming not to care about women's body count and what they've done in the past. And yet here, when it's her oral cavity involved in anuses, you seem to care what the gender of the anuses is. Yeah. I care. I Actually, I have the exact same preference. <laughs> I was trying to sort of understand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, a woman, dating a woman who's licked a lot of guys' assholes really bothers me. And I do think, I think that was the worst thing okay. I came up with. So bravo. Okay, I have an excuse. With- I have I've, I've a retort. Uh, it's not okay. that I mind. It's that everything else being equal, I would rather it be a lower number. Okay, got it. Like, got it. The thing with having had other partners makes other things better. Like they will. Be, so you do. You do have a low body count fetish or something. You, it's more attractive to you a little bit. Everything else being absolutely equal, I guess I would mm. mildly prefer a lower body count. But that's mm. not the case. And so generally, I think I prefer a higher body count. I understand. I understand. And but but the asshole count. <laughs> is not exactly the same. The asshole count, you want to absolutely minimize that. If if a significantly attract more attractive woman said, "Look, there's one thing you should know about me. I've licked a hundred men's assholes." Yeah, would it make you go go out with the less? Attractive I have an answer woman? to this. There yeah. is a number. There is a perfect number on this, and the answer is one. You want it to. You don't want it to be zero, because then they're curious, and they they <laughs> they might want to go 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 find out. And if it's one, that means they tried it, and they're like, nope. <laughs> Uh, I think I'd be okay with zero, also. Yeah, because they I mean, might maybe they just maybe, they maybe just they're always left wanting like. I think okay. Anyway, but yeah, and, and women's and also the other thing that's a positive. I mean, to be fair about if it if it's a woman is that means she's bi curious or has some bisexual stuff, which is yeah. But weird. you're getting rid of the everything else being equal thing there. Yes, I'm I'm sure that having licked another woman's asshole correlates with like increased threesome odds. Right. I saw a porn where it was too, wait, it was so complicated. A man and a woman having sex and a third woman, a second woman licking, giving analingus to the woman. And then they switched, the women switched roles. And it was fairly compelling actually. But the, uh, the, uh, the problem of course, is that when they switch roles, the woman, the guy's having sex with now has licked someone else's ass. And right. so then I was acutely aware of what happened yeah. with her mouth. I don't, understand the stuff in porn where they go like mouth to vagina or penetrating the asshole to penetrating the vagina like everyone knows you're not supposed to do that so why do they do it in porn do they do they do one of those cuts like in what was that movie 1917 or the one in space with george clooney and sandra bullock where like the whole thing is done in one, one take do they use tricks like that to clean off the guy's cock in between they the, don't they don't it's just that porn takes place in like an alternate kind of set of physics and then por- so it doesn't yeah then there are no stis in porn and people are all safe and there's no problems they they uh the thing you i will say still, about that there's bacteria in her asshole man like there's no way you're kidding. not going to accidentally plunge some out and then put it into her that's 100% right the, the thing i would say is that and you know this i think people make an effort to make porns where they 
do the ass to mouth or ass to vagina in one cut <laughs> to show that they're not cutting yeah. it off. Like That's doing a right. cut in that point is like is like an aggressive directorial like move. Achievement unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. So they do that on purpose and because and, and, that's what people want. Um, yeah. I mean, there's just a set of there's like a, it's like the thing where they will stop what they're doing and the woman will give a foot job for two minutes because there's some cohort of guys out there that want foot right. jobs in their porn, which. Right. Whatever. Anyway. OK. Yeah. I was just curious about your ass. Uh, the analingus uh, quotient. Yeah. 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 I think one's the perfect number. I can see zero. Zero means they d- they probably don't have any inclination. It's possible they have inclination, but none of their partners let them. But that's probably unlikely. But for you, given your willingness to f- sort of ignore the past, a highly attractive woman that you were about to bed, if she told you the number was 101, you'd still do it. Yeah. 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 It would. I think it would play on my mind more. Like, I mean, like, that's a lot of sphincters. Locked. Yeah. It's really hard to turn down a new partner. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Let me get into some of the topics I promised. So... uh yeah, let's do this pheromones one. I can't remember exactly how this goes, but this person says, my wife's sexual interest in me heightened right after I relieved myself. Now, when I first read this, I thought he meant that he peed or pooped, but he means that he jerked off. Anyone else experienced this with their partner? We could go on for days without much sexual interaction. My sexual tension would slowly build up until I couldn't hold it anymore, and I would stupidly relieve myself when she's not at home. Uh foreshadowing there with stupidly almost without fail when she's back from work in the evening i noticed that she would start to get naked around the house more often so she's doing something differently he thinks that she's detecting that he masturbated sometimes getting out of the shower naked and just casually hanging around sometimes she would put on a thin dress without anything underneath and join me on the couch sometimes when i'm already in bed she would casually appear naked at the bedroom door and join me for a snuggle This is usually the sign that she wants it, but usually I'm not in the mood after I've done it for the day. This is quite frustrating, but also makes me curious. After masturbation, do males usually emit some sort of smell or sexual energy that turns their partner on? Or maybe it's just me and my wife or something else that I missed. I have an interpretation of this. Uh It's going to be kind of boring, but it's, I think, well-founded. She generally knows when he's interested in sex, like what time of day. Mm-hmm. And so she's showing up. Look, I mean, so it's not that surprising that he just beat off. He beat off because that's around when he's interested in sex and she's just showing up right after that. Like, so yeah, there's probably like a one hour window. Sometimes she precedes his beat off session. Yeah. But if I suspect that if he just randomized his beat off sessions with some sort of like egg timer thing or like a, yeah, yeah, some sort of system, then this would not happen anymore. Right. They're just slightly out of phase here. Yeah, well, yeah. she just, no, she knows, she knows, like, oh, this is when I can get sex out of him, and she's probably very confused because he's rejecting her sometimes, sometimes but not others, right? I don't. So what I've read is that there are no uh, vabbing, vabbing, notwithstanding. I've read that there are actually no confirmed human pheromones. It's not like there, there is no conclusive proof that humans have pheromones that change alter behavior. I don't know if you read the same thing. I have not read that. I suspect that is true. Um, but it's, yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. This reminds me of like astrology. I'm sure there are people that strongly insist otherwise given absolutely zero evidence, but I'm not aware of whether there's a lack of evidence or not. Well, it would be difficult to prove a negative. In fact, impossible. Proving, proving that people have no reaction to pheromones is impossible, but, but uh, nobody's been able to show a definite link, a positive link. 
So that's suggestive mm. that, that right. pheromones play little to no role. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. So, so I don't, and, and I don't know why a guy would give off anything after beating off. That doesn't, he doesn't is the answer. Right. Although people claim they can smell semen. Like, you know, if a guy's leaving his semen out in a paper towel or something or. Hmm. Maybe. Right. I mean, I think you can smell when sex has been had in a room because there's all kinds of fluids that get emitted. Sure, sure. But I mean, maybe that's just, but, maybe you would be confused by a stuffy room that didn't have those fluids. I mean, have you noticed anything when you go into your son's bedroom? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Not, I, I had to. Not a thing. <laughs> okay. That's great. That's great. Um, let's say <laughs> this reminds me of something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Uh, do I want to save this? No, let's do it now. Um, let's say, you know, you're going to get to have sex with, you know, the most beautiful person and you, you just get to spend one night with them. So it's like, uh, it's like the fantasy suite in the bachelor. And except in this case, it's, it's one woman, not, not three. Um, uh, hmm. how many hours or days or weeks leading up to this encounter would you not masturbate for? Okay, so so this comes down to the question of like how long, how wh- at what point do you kind of reach a stable state? And I think that, um, well, see, so the problem here, I think we may have discussed this before, is that I think many men don't even really know what this where, when the stable state is reached, <laughs> right? <laughs> I because certainly, men certainly don't let enough time pass to to find exactly. out. Exactly, you would have to have had an experience where you didn't masturbate for say like say three months or something, yeah, so that I you mean, can kind of yeah. measure. And actually. Just doing the experiment in a principled way would take quite a long time because you'd have to not masturbate for two weeks, then masturbate, then not masturbate for two weeks in a day, then masturbate, mm-hmm. right, and so on and so forth. It'd mm-hmm. be difficult to know. Intuitively, um, I suspect that a stable state has reached five to seven days or something. Like there's some reasonable amount of time, but I don't think it takes a month intuitively. Do you think your performance would be too eager? Like, is there risk of going too long? Uh, let's see. Well, I, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, what, what is the, okay. Can you, what is your, the, yeah. What's the, the goal here? Of, yeah. What's the premise behind why you I don't know. not okay. masturbate? Because there's a lot of guys yeah. that would masturbate on purpose to not prematurely ejaculate. Right. Right. So what's your goal? Okay. Excellent question. Let's say it is something like the, the bachelor fantasy suite. So you're going to get to spend one night with this person and you really want to impress them. So if you think that having sex multiple times and having multiple orgasms will impress them, you want to do that. If you think that having a humongous load is something she would like, you, 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 you could prepare for that. If you think what percent, wait, wait, lasting as long mean? as you, you possibly can. So maybe you don't want to be eager at all. You, you could optimize for that. But yeah, you can choose what you're trying to optimize. What percentage of women do you think would would given that menu pick massive load <laughs> I don't know I I mean actually actually what's your intuition as to what the woman would would want optimized for you gave a list of things let's say we could add others I mean you could just imagine other things you could add to that list for a first for the bachelor suite mm-hmm. what do you think the woman's a typical like what are the top three things that a woman would like to have happen or in the bachelorette suite with the guy yeah what, what's, what's number one in your opinion can I answer? Can I answer the load question first? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I've had a lot of women <laughs> oh my comment gosh. on load volume. 
Now, I don't know if that's just because, the, you know, it's something. Can you give me some of the comments, some samples? Yes. Uh, it's normally something about how it's a lot. And what, what, how exactly do they phrase that? Positively. Oh, come on. Do they say like, <laughs> first of all, where is the load when they say that typically? Um, well, I mean, there have been different situations. Uh, right. I mean, are they eating it? Are they pretending they're getting pregnant? Or is it like on their stomach or ass or uh, something else? I have had, I mean, okay. I have come in well, all the places. I have come in a condom. I have come in someone's mouth. I've come, yeah, I've come in okay, all the so, places. Okay, fine. Let's and so, break this down. And, and so I've had comments on it in, in all of the places as well. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Yes, in I a have. condom? In a yeah. condom. You've had a, yeah. shut I've, up. I have had like longer term partners where we were using a condom and like sometimes they would dispose of it. Okay. And so they, they might mention wanna... in passing. So you hand them the condom or do they take it <laughs> off your penis? How does it, okay, whatever. They have it in their yeah, hand maybe. and they yes. look at the condom and they say, wow, that reservoir tip is fucking full. That's what they say? Something like that? Yeah. Although that was more sophisticated language probably. Than... They say that's a lot of spunk. <laughs> what do they, what word do they use for the semen? Yeah. You made a lot or something. They so just say something like a that. a substantial amount of semen in this vessel. I don't believe they say that. I think they say, <laughs> I think they say something like, I'm going to guess that the, yeah, the, the, the kind of modal thing that they say is something like, wow, you made a lot today. Yeah. Something like that. It's boring. Right. Yeah. No, what a, um, that's a lot of cum. I think they're trying to wow, feign interest. Wow, that's a lot of cum. Yeah. I think they're trying to feign interest. That's where I was actually trying to go with this. I, I think it's like, they think it's a thing that they should remark on. Yeah. I mean, it's, well. Is it? I mean, you remember it. Like, obviously it worked. Yeah, but I don't know. For I have starters, to say that it, it would bother starters, me. Unless it's in a condom, you don't have that much of an idea of how much there is, right? Like, if you come in their pussy, you don't, like, you can't see. Yeah, no, nobody knows. Yeah. how much there is or like where it goes. And even if you come on them, like some dribbles down the side, some, you know, it's just really hard to. Right, how deep their belly button is might be. Yeah, relevant. you just can't get a good volume measurement. And if you had mouth, to like estimate milliliters, you're going to be off by fifty percent, and that's the okay, air so bar. Okay, so that's interesting. So, you, so you're actually making the argument, which is basically exactly the opposite of what I was saying. That the condom is really the only time they could know, mm -hmm. and the rest of it's just nonsense. They should put little hash marks on it. I'm sure there's such a condom. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like you know the shot glasses that have like uh, deciliters sure. or whatever. Yeah. I guess it's milliliters of uh, milliliters. Yeah. But uh, the, okay. And they, I just think that they're trying to turn you on, keep you excited, stuff like that. I don't, I don't think that come quantity back to this point of what a woman would be looking for. I don't think there, there's a small contingent of women where that would be important to them, but I think it's, a, it's mean, close to zero. You could come up with a theory of mind here where they would like it. They might feel that they have particularly been attractive to me and that might help their ego. And so they're, they're pleased with themselves that I was okay. so that effusive with, with uh, seminal fluid. When you've had these various women comment on your um, volume, yeah. it, it, did it come across as that, that they're like, wow, I really turned okay. you on to that. You're asking me to speculate on whether I think that's what was going on. I don't yeah. know. I think your theory is probably right. They're just making conversation. Right. And then I don't think, I mean, it's probably not clear to them. 
Speak for yourself, Mike. No, no, it's not that. I just don't know that a woman would necessarily find a link between semen volume and how excited the guy was. Oh, I guess sure. There's a natural, there's an, I think it'd be natural to assume that such a thing. I'm not even sure. That it, I think, I think it has more to do with how long it's been since you came. I think hydration matters a lot too. Okay. Like maybe whether you've been drinking matters. I'm not sure. Right. But okay. But hang on. So what do you think the bachelorette in is the fantasy for. suite? Yeah. What is, what is the number one I don't know about number thing. one. Here, here are some of the things going through her mind. She wants okay. him to be in shape. She wants him to be the right amount of dominant or less dominant. And yes. different women have different pref- preferences there. So you got to like try and read the room. She probably wants. And that, and that has something to do with something that you would probably call chemistry. Like mm-hmm. that's what that is. It's like the guy, they'll say chemistry. But what that means is like he's doing the things that fit the jigsaw puzzle or something. Right. I, I think. Yeah. Right. Uh, she probably wants him to be a giving lover. So he wants him to go down on her um, hmm. or at least make an effort. Although, you know, if, if it's the bachelorette and she has to have sex with three men in three nights, you know, you can imagine her being in her head a little bit. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, because that she's making the guy uh, eat the cream pie of the last guy or something else. No, well, there's that. I would make if I were the bachelor, if I were the guy in that situation, I'd be in my head. We've discussed this before. I would be if I was number one, that's fine. But number two and three, I'd be worried about. Okay, that. game theory here. Let's say you're guy number three. So she's oh, had sex with. Uh, you don't know for sure that they, they separate the men, they sequester them from each other. But you can. You know, the odds that she's had sex with one of them are very high. They did a season, Mike, where they didn't sequester them from each other when they were at the final location. And so the three what women. Happened? It was just, you know, drama of the women, like seeing what time the other one came back in the morning. And then they have to say like, oh, how did it go? And like, what is she supposed to say? Like, oh, yeah, I fucked him. Like, it's my mouth's a little dry. Right. Okay. So I'm so I'm the third guy. And what? Yes. And uh, she invites you back and, you know, things get hot and heavy. And she says, oh, I'm on birth control. Now. She's implying there that uh, you don't need to use a condom, but uh, it could be a a test. It could be a test, though. It could be. Yeah. Maybe she's saying that to see how responsible you are. Yeah. Right. Uh, Well, and but then also, I mean, you know, you know that she probably said that to the two men the two nights before. So let's say you're confident it's not a test. She's like she thinks she's offering you to have condomless sex because she thinks that's what you want. But you're also faced with this you know, yeah. dilemma here, which is that she might have said the same thing to the guys the two nights before. So here's what I would say. As I sit to you now, as I sit here now, I would say that it bothers me. However, I strongly suspect, meaning the whole thing would bother me. I wouldn't like interacting with the guy before me sperm. However, I strongly suspect that be this on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, at a bar, whatever, that if it's a novel woman that I find attractive, that I wouldn't care. I strongly suspect that. Like, I don't like saying that because it's sort of embarrassing, but I, I, and I haven't been in this situation really, but I strongly suspect that I'd be like, whatever. And like, it would, my disgust reaction would be so reduced that I, I would just be like, oh, that's hot or something. I would, I would, I would somehow like my brain would decide that was awesome. Like this is so sexually charged. Yeah. What do you think the right play is? Uh, you're trying Probably to win that. the show. You're trying to win the show. Do you think that you should say, oh, makes me a little bit uncomfortable that two men Oh, were... no. Yeah, Definitely I don't think not, so because, either. 
Yeah, but, you're sex- slut shaming her then. Right. So then you're just like, so then you just say like, oh, that's great. I didn't want to use a condom either or. That's right. Well, it would depend on whether, I mean, how attracted I was. If I weren't attracted to her, it would be very hard. And I think there have been situations where, yeah, that plane just went over my house too. Yeah. Uh, air shows in town this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there have been situations where guys noped out during that uh, fantasy suite thing. And I've wondered before whether that was why. Whether they just weren't attracted enough that they were just like, yeah, this is, I can't. And then it, it yeah, it sort of destroys their relationship because he's basically telling her that he's grossed out by her and that's going to be really painful for a woman. I suspect, I, I suspect they STI test everybody. It's not, okay, but you, it's not that. It's the, pre, it's the fact that like some other guy's penis was. Yeah, I don't like that, sort of her, but I think yeah. that winning the show would be worth it. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, yeah, but I don't, oh, okay, sure. If I just wanted to win the show, okay, sure. I could, I could overcome all kinds of disgust reflexes just to win a show. It's like, uh, you know, people who ate donkey semen on. Right, 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 right. Or, or they, the, letting the tarantulas crawl on their face or whatever sure. it is. Actually, I, that would be, well, anyway, donkey semen's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> it's it's one of the worst. Oh, it just, it was, it was one of the grossest <laughs> things that was on Fear Factor. They really had donkey semen and they had to shoot something it or like something? that. No, they, they take a they shot. Shoot it. They, it was more than a shot. It was like a oh, liter of order or something. It was too fucking Jesus disgusting. Christ. Probably less than a liter, but it was, you know, a meaningful amount. I think I could do that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> You're like, this is disgusting. I could do that. I, it here's is the disgusting. Thing I wanna... But like having a disgust reflex is natural, but like sometimes you got to suppress it, man, and, and bite the bullet and, and go for the win. It would just depend on how much money it was. The, the, the right. thing I want to say, well, the thing I want to say, I want to admit to here. So I said that, um, I'm, I'm, as I sit here now, I would be grossed out by various things like that. But I can't even say for sure if, if, if it was a novel woman and I was super attracted to her, mm-hmm. particularly if I was like 25 years old and I just yeah, saw horny. another guy of, and I just saw another guy have sex with her. I'm not sure what I would do. I can't even be sure about that because I just think it's a turnoff. Yeah, it's, it's a just, huge turnoff. Yeah. But I think I might overcome that. Oh, right? I might overcome. I might overcome. I, oh, I think I, I thought you were going could, the other direction. I no. Definitely, I'm saying overcome it. I could definitely overcome. it. Okay, well, I'm just agreeing with you then. Like, I like to say, oh, I. I think we're meant to. I think biologically, we're meant to. Like, you've you've talked before about how like the penis head is shaped to like literally plunge out the semen from the previous man. Yeah. So there's nothing inherently biologically telling us not to do that. And arguably, arguably, maybe that's why our tongues are so uh, flexible and supple, (laughs) is they're made also to lick out uh, whatever's in that orifice. Well, maybe the male tongue has like some extra stuff. On it. <sighs> that Sorry is, about that. Yeah, that was. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Trigger. What? Is, hang on. You never even said what was oh, the number one thing you think the Bachelor at once. Let's just oh, try to yeah. get yeah, gosh, for our so much here. stuff to to discuss there. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I did. I think that uh, she wants him to be, you know, the right amount of dominant. She wants him to be oh, the right amount of right. giving. Okay. She wants him, yes. you know, there's like these various things. Let me see if I, I think anything different about that. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I think the main thing is that like she wants chemistry. It's all like chemistry and she wants it to sort of be very middle of something. She doesn't want it to be extreme in any direction. Yeah. It needs to be sort I, of, yeah there's probably yeah. some amount of romance she's hoping for, but like right. different women are different. Some might want a ton, some might want none. Right. You know, it's, you got to read the room and that's, that's why it's a yes. game, I guess. Um, yes. She wants to test how well he functions, uh, in her environment. 
Right. Um, but she doesn't want, but the point is I don't, yeah, I don't think men think in terms of like semen volume or how long you last or how short you last or how explosive your orgasm is or something, or how, whether she has an orgasm. It's, I don't think it's any of those things. It's this very no. squishy subjective yeah. thing. The hypothetical I was setting up earlier is, yeah, it's not a great hypothetical because uh, when I first thought it up, I was thinking, oh, what would maximize my experience? And then I kind of switched it to what would maximize her experience. And right, right, right. Those right. are different things. Um, and then whether you're trying to win a show or not was further conflating it. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, this person says, what are your thoughts on aftercare as men? I think this will be a quick one because I think you're going to have a quick answer, but uh, let's go. I'm a 24-year-old female speaking from my experience only, but I've never met a man who'd want to cuddle after sex. They only do it if I ask and not without rolling their oh. eyes and shifting uncomfortably, uncomfortably after three minutes. I understand that not everyone is comfortable with physical touch, but is it really that gross to hold me after literally being inside of me? Absence of aftercare makes me feel like a sex doll, like they got what they needed and immediately lost all interest in me. Is it different for guys? Is it a hormone difference thing, or am I just a very unlucky woman? Please be honest. Did anybody tell her the truth is the question. I mean, so so the answer to that is- You know the truth, right? But should we both write it down and hold it up to the screen to see no, if we say the same thing? Well, maybe we'll say different things. Uh, well, we can be honest. Do you want Who do you want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, she's picking poorly. Now, maybe she has no choice, but yeah, the men she's, the key. she's choosing are lame. Oh, okay. So I disagree a little bit with that. I think mm -hmm. that she's unattractive. So, well, the, she, yeah, the guy she, when she should pick men that find her attractive, I guess is what I'm saying. We're saying the same thing. Yeah, but there isn't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily. Yeah, you might say that's the null set. Yeah. Because she okay. might be sufficiently unattractive. I mean, yeah. this is the thing is that, and that, then that often uh, relates to weight, frankly, in, in this day and age, uh, obesity. Um, the, yeah, the thing that's going on in his head is, yeah, when he's horny, he's fe feels good, all that sort of stuff. Right afterward, yeah, a guy can enjoy sort of being with a woman if he feels sort of pride and good feelings yeah, about what's her. happened. Yeah. If he doesn't and he's like grossed out by her, it's really. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to get amplified by the fact that his sex drive has gone to zero. Right. Um, so yep. he's, yeah, unfortunately. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm normally into uh, cuddling after and. Uh, yeah, you can imagine in a parallel thread, somebody saying like, men always want to cuddle with me after. And it's like, oh, let me see a picture of you. I bet, I bet you're hot. Yeah. I mean, I think I still like for me, like, I don't think, I think I have less of a desire for that generally, but, but what you're saying is right because the guy will be like proud of himself. <laughs> He'll be like, look at you. And like very quickly, like some amount of sex drive will revive, like maybe in three minutes or something. You'll be like, oh, this is an impressive young specimen right. I have here. Right. All right, let's do one more topic. Uh, it's a bit of a long one, but I think I think it's worth it. Is there a way to gently tell my boyfriend I prefer to perform less oral uh, that won't result in anger slash hurt feelings? Hmm. Throwaway account. We've been in a relationship for over four years. Our relationship is fine and our sex is fine. I'm just not in the mood as, as often as he is. He wants oral sex a lot, and I almost always do it, and I'll even put porn on him while I do it to try to make it more fun, etc. I want him to be happy. I initiate also, but these days, with how often he initiates, I don't get the opportunity as much. However, I'm rarely horny. I'd rather cuddle and watch a movie. But almost every movie we try to watch leads to him pushing my head down for a blowjob again, and I end up missing a good chunk of it. It's a smooth uh, guy. Yeah. Sounds super classy. She ends, up, she ends up missing it. That's good. Right. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. She's describing that. Yeah. She's rarely horny. She just wants to watch a movie. This By the way, I, there's a, yeah, there's a point I want to, there's a point I want to make here, which is 
there's a pretty fine line between what she's describing there and what someone could describe as date rape. Like she's like, look, I don't want to have sex with this guy. Right. But she's interpreting it like there's some switch that's flipped, some bit that's flipped in her head. So she still interprets it as okay and not illegal and not a crime, not bad. In the context of this relationship. Nice. Yeah. Uh, F-18 or something. Yeah. Um, but 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 this story could easily turn into could be described the other way where it's like, look, he's raping my mouth. Anyway, go on. Yeah. I mean, she's fully disclosed. She doesn't want to have sex. She's just decided yeah. that she should. And so and she's decided that her that. And this is a thing that is a source of confusion for men. It's not really confusion. It's just the way the world is. But it makes it difficult for men to navigate consent is that she's basically saying, well, in this situation, it's okay that I'm not concerned. Right. I mean, she's not happy about it, but it's not a crime. Right. Right. And so then the guy, what's the guy learning? The guy learn, is learning that's okay. So let's say he has another girlfriend and he does this, and now he, she says he's committed a crime. Right. She's confused by that. Now I'm not excusing what the guy's doing. It's just you can see how like this leads to like thing, just very complicated situations. Right. Yep. I agree with all that. Uh, she goes on, I'm tired of being covered in saliva and tasting his fluids. It's gross. And it's usually after I've already bathed that he initiates this and my hair and skincare gets messed up. I'm tired of hurting the back of my mouth and rubbing my lips raw and gagging. Even when I have wisdom tooth pain or allergies, he still wants me to do it. He makes me do it before I leave the house too, or before he goes to work. <laughs> then I have to rush to fix his breakfast and lunch. And if it's a little undercooked because I had literally five minutes, he gets mad and blames me for not making him come faster. Well, I used to love his penis, but this is getting old. Okay, I hadn't read that paragraph before. That that adds a little <laughs> bit more context here. But yeah, I mean, importantly, he's basically raping her. Uh, he doesn't put nearly as much effort into pleasuring me as I do for him. I'm shocked. So I'm starting to get resentful too. I feel better masturbating alone most days. Starting? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a little bit resentful. I've got yeah. two fleshlights, which he hates. They're too cold to loose, even though I bought a warmer. One was an expensive sucking fleshlight. Wow, she's really trying here. And a have... warmer, a fleshlight warmer? <laughs> you get accessories for your sex toys. Jesus, man. Uh, I offer hand jobs instead, and he gets starky and turns them down. I can give myself a hand job better than you can. I've all that's in quotes. I asked if we could just masturbate to porn together, but he thinks that's weird. Sometimes I'll switch to PIV riding him to finish the job, but he whines that I'm trying to get it over with faster. Like it's my job to act like a 24 7 sex doll, because that's what I feel like. Oh, I also told him we could open our relationship on his side if he wants more sex, but he said he wow. only wants it with me. I can't get a break. He has a fragile ego, so I'm not sure how to ask him to quit asking for blowjobs. He probably thinks I'm being a bitch. Usually when I communicate straightforwardly, he gets an attitude and says, fine, we're never doing it again. Then we go back to normal the next day as if nothing was resolved. Please give me advice. So I just want to point out again, here is another woman that definitely doesn't like giving blowjobs and her boyfriend definitely thinks she does. And No, he doesn't. What makes what from that makes you think he right, thinks fine. she I knew you were going to say this. Okay. He doesn't know that it's this bad. So there's like this big dichotomy between what he thinks she wants and what she actually wants. She's lying. She's pretending to like blowjobs when she doesn't. Okay, fine. She's making it. It's unclear to him. Maybe the situation is not clear. Um, so, the, yeah. Okay. We don't need I mean, to. The, go, we don't need to negotiate that today. But I just want yeah. To I, so are you familiar? And you're a sports hound sports uh-huh. mavens you probably are familiar with fan is what we call ourselves n- not the fact that dick, dick butkus died but the, he did uh he did 
when yes. today apparently at 80 oh, years man. old um he uh apropos our uh subject about people licking ass earlier um just his name just his name i i know he's right a, right right legendary uh linebacker i know that and, and uh, so so there's this gets through so there's this guy named trevor bauer you familiar oh, with yeah. this yeah he played for the then indians okay and i saw a tiktok last night actually that was about the text messages that were exchanged because okay what's the story the story oh, is no. that this guy Here got accused go. of sexual assault by a woman and i i actually don't know anything about and i'm not really i don't want to litigate that yeah wh whether it was assault blah blah Sorry. blah yeah sure the thing that's interesting to me is in this tiktok they read off a bunch of her text messages and i think it was actually somebody interviewing her and she responded and say they were out of context or like there was context missing i'm sure that's true but in her text messages, she made it very clear, and maybe she was just bragging to her friend, that she was really interested in his $51 million, which I guess is his net worth or salary or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the reason that made me think of that is there probably is a wealth, and I, okay, there may be a wealth, salary, et cetera, that a guy has where a woman would be willing to have this experience that you described in that question where she's you know, making him some toast and then having to blow him and then make him an egg and have to blow him again, et cetera. Right. Like it's, 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 he's just acting crazy. He's acting sort of overbearing and like a evil stepmother, except a guy, you know, it's just awful. Yeah. Um, and I don't, okay. So, so that was the one situation. So I was trying to think, when would this ever be okay? When would a woman ever tolerate this, you know, setting aside things like the, where the woman's really ugly and she feels like nobody else would ever care. I don't know. She's, she's trapped in the situation. She has kids. And I was, it made me think of this situation where the guy's really, really wealthy. And I have difficulty. The reason I bring that up is I have difficulty. I, I think a lot of women would be okay with such a situation if, if they had access to wealth. And I don't really understand why. Why, why is having money like that so important to women? Why are women willing to turn over their bodies like that? Uh, in the way this woman who accused uh, Trevor Bauer said, at least she was interested in doing in her, her text messages, like, you know, I'm going to be a total whore to get that 51 million, I think was one of the quotes. Or, I'm going to act like a total whore. What, what's going on there? Like what? Yeah. The, the number one comment on the topic I just read is, I can't imagine dealing with a relationship like that. Are you sure you want this? It's like, yeah, it's like impossible to understand from a man's perspective. It's like, what are you doing? Like everything about this sounds terrible. He doesn't right. respect you. He's using you as a cock sleeve. He's totally uninterested no... in her pleasure. Like right. there must be a counterweight here. You're assuming it's something like money or prestige. But even um, then I don't get it. It's like, what is- uh, I agree. Those... Even then it sounds awful, but uh, right. you know, presumably there's something. But I don't know, man. I think that women- Men are this way too, but women more so just get locked in and they can't. So you don't think there's some rational basis? Like, like for example, do you think there's a set of people who would be willing to sign themselves into something like chattel slavery if they just sort of had access to their master's money somehow? Like, in other words, like, okay, you, I belong to you, which is a little what happens to some women in marriage, right? I belong to you, but right. I get a Mercedes, I get to live in this mansion, yeah, they, I get to go Nicole on trips. Yeah, like, and it seems like they're, yeah, and, and I mean, I don't know if Anna Nicole Smith was a s sort of in slavery, but that this feels more like what this woman's describing feels more like, frankly, slavery, where it's like yes. she's being ordered around, and then like, hey, this blow's not quite good enough, woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And I, I don't yeah. get the mentality that like, I, I, I guess is it that women are so afraid that they can't earn a living on their own, that 
or they're so afraid, uh, like their ego will be smashed by not being able to own the latest and greatest clothes and makeup and so forth. It might be that. I actually have difficulty understanding what what are they afraid of? What's the fear of just being a normal person and not having access to this wealth? Like, what? Are, what, what why are they so willing to turn over like their kind of freedom in these situations to get that? And, and this, of course, I yeah. realize in this question there isn't even wealth. It's just if you take out the wealth, well, we don't even know. Part, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's hard to understand the, the situation at all if there's nothing in it for her. I think um, there's sort of two different things here. There's the the rational part, which is, yeah, what might people sign up for this sort of thing if they were, uh, you know, looking at it fully with eyes open? And then after a woman has been with somebody for a while, I think they get locked in. And I think both of those things can cause sort of bizarre at least from my perspective, behaviors. But yeah, I think rationally a woman might enter into something that is not the best partner uh, if there were other aspects to the relationship that made it interesting. Would and a man then, do that? Would a man, I mean, aside from a guy who likes, you know, having his cock put in a cock cage and all this stuff, would a man? Uh, I think I would, but I, I think I'm no. pretty unusual. You and would. And also so this, the situation where there's a rich, yeah, where I could find a sugar mama, like it's, it, it doesn't really exist for men. Well, but you wouldn't, hang on, importantly, you, the money wouldn't be put into your bank account. It would just be that you get some largesse, right? Like you have a sugar mama that treats you pretty badly, but you get to drive around in an expensive car and have a Rolex. I would not do that. I wouldn't do okay, that. Okay. That's what, that's the situation, right? It's no. not, yeah. If you yeah. were actually getting money put in a bank account that you completely controlled, I call that being, having freedom. Well, this is people giving up their freedom. I mean, that's why I compared it to slavery. You're giving up your freedom, right? A lot of men don't sign prenups. So the woman does get access, but yeah, I don't think that many women meet a man, come up with some like long con plan where they're going to marry him and then divorce him after it becomes common law and then get the money. Like that does happen, but I think it's extremely unusual. Mostly it's just irrational behavior. Right. So they want, they want to be able to post those things on Instagram, say they're such and so's wife. Maybe this woman, this woman with the baseball player sending texts, basically bragging to her friend that she's going to do whatever it takes to get that money, whatever that means. I don't even know what that means. It's like, you're not, you, it's not your money, it's his, but okay. You're just going to see it. You, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm near a glass case full of money. It's basically what she's saying. It's like, why is that? <laughs> Couldn't you just go to like New York City and like walk Look through Tiffany? Safe. It's the same thing. Right, right. Uh, yeah, it's the whole thing. It's, it's actually, I, I, I was watching that video on, on TikTok and I was having a hard, I was just like, why? What is, it's, it's just so embarrassing to send someone texts like that. Like, oh, uh, I'm going to do this to get this guy with all the money. It's like, what? What's, what's, I don't, I don't understand the value system, but, yeah. it, but it is like, I think a typically female value system. It's confusing, very consumerist. Yeah. I have a very, lot of thoughts yeah. on the Trevor Bauer stuff. I, I've actually met him, um, but I don't want to share them on air. So did you send him any texts like no, that or any texts to your friends? No. Like I no, met this guy a, and I'm like, he's a turd. Um, that's, oh, that's not let, nice. Let's stop here. Uh, so that'll okay. do it for this episode of Your Mileage May Vary. I mean, we're an hour and two minutes anyway. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, we cherish feedback, uh, especially the negative kind. So uh, if you want to complain about Mike, uh, you can do that at ymmv at gmail.com. I didn't call him a turd. <laughs> that's true. If you are Trevor Bauer and you want to complain about me, you could also send an email to ymmvpod at gmail.com. If you send us feedback, we pay you $10. Uh, Trevor, you probably won't care about that but uh other listeners you can add your uh paypal or cash app or whatever you like uh and but seriously we, we do like feedback so so send us some 
Uh, you can also ask us questions. Uh, we uh, might use them on the air unless you tell us not to, in which case we won't. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Je me retiens. Non.